Okay, so of course you said, oh, we're doing five favorite episodes, but you have six in your list. Like you just have to. It's kind of how I budget. <laughs> it's kind of how I plan trips. It's kind of how I make dinner. <laughs> There's always an extra. Who said that there could only be five? On There's always five. an extra smash burger at our house. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Authors of See You at the Campground, a guide to discovering community, connection, and a happier family in the great outdoors. Ten years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel. Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We'll also keep you dialed in with the latest RV innovations for people in the know. Pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. This is our last episode of the year of our Lord, 2020, before we take the month of January off and come roaring back in February. And it has been a year. Typically, at the end of the year, we would do a podcast with our travel highlights from 2020. And I'm just going to be honest with our listeners. We had some travel highlights this year, but we canceled so many trips and had so much frustration and confusion over our trips. I just didn't feel like doing that episode. Okay. You say we had travel highlights this year. Well, the travel highlights were like the only travel we did. <laughs> like, I mean, usually we have right. to pour over our travel and we get like, like, gosh, what am I going to pick? No, like, this, this oh, would have been like, here's the four things. No, right. There wouldn't have been any choices. It's like, oh, the travel highlight, Lake Placid. <laughs> Another travel highlight, Lake George. Lake George and Lake Placid. <laughs> That's it. Living yeah. in our RV during construction. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I wanted to do an end of year type of episode and I thought it would be fun to do an episode recapping some of our best episodes from the year because we had a great year of podcasting. So we're going to share our top 10 most downloaded podcasts of the year. And I'll link to all these in the show notes if you want to go back and revisit any of these. And I was really surprised. This is a weird it's list. It's the weirdest top 10 For most downloaded episodes oh, list I've ever seen. We've done this many times before. It's never looked like this. And this is just such an odd list. I got a few theories. but so I'll yeah, be the, interested in hearing Yeah, them. the top 10 most downloaded episodes I was shocked by which ones were the most popular. Then Stephanie's going to share her five favorite episodes from the year. I'm going to share my five favorite episodes from the year. She has not seen my list yet. We made our list separately and it's kind of funny. Okay. It's so like samesies. it's a little samesies and she's not going to like it because it's so samesies. <laughs> if I wear like the same color, she gets upset. No, no color so coordination. we're going to dive in in a second, share our top 10 most downloaded episodes of the year. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at GoPower. GoPower has been the industry leader for mobile solar systems and solutions since 1996. Their high-quality solar chargers, inverters, controllers, and power accessories offer a durable, dependable, and cost-effective solution for mobile power needs where grid power is inaccessible, unavailable, or unsustainable. GoPower not only makes the best equipment, they also offer the best support. Their support section on the website offers technical support, installation assistance, and it also answers frequently 
asked questions. And their learning center will help you figure out how much solar you need, what kind of inverter to get for your RV, and how to boost your battery health. There has never been a better time to add a GoPower solar system to your RV and hit the open road. And with more than 1 million solar panels sold and 25 years of experience, they are the brand to trust for your mobile power needs. I could use some GoPower. You How about you? Plug me into a solar just system. Juice me up. Juice me up with some AGMs. <laughs> All right. Now you just look, you've been super busy. You just glanced at the list and you were like weird. And and you're right. So t- tell everybody why that kind of caught you by surprise just in a general sense so, why is the list weird first of all it's a lot of destinations which usually are not our top um we have outliers for destination guides like disney disney, disney episodes are always our most downloaded like of all time it, it's double triple of what anything else gets it, it, downloads yeah, it's yeah it, it is they are it's crazy. and then we usually have the outliers of our big summer t- trip to be honest those are usually the highest downloads because people use them a lot of our listeners really do use like our big summer trip to to plan for another year but these are like just campgrounds there's a ton of campground reviews and i got it look i mean it's never this way no and there's a reason why it's never this way and it's okay that it's this way a lot of people look at a campground review and go oh i want to know about that campground i'm going to listen to this episode but then there's also a lot of other people that are like well i live 42 hours away and i'm never going to go to this campground i'm not going to listen to this episode so and we always fine. we always know that, and we always know that when we do a campground in the Midwest, maybe that certain people are going to love hearing that. But then there's going to be other people in our audience that might skip that episode, and that's okay with us. Like, and then we know there's some people that listen to all of them, and that's okay too. But this is just odd because they're never our I, biggest lessons. The only thing I can figure out is that because of COVID and because of travel restrictions and because of quarantine. People were just dreaming about the campground and wanting to no, know places to go. That's- I think that they were looking. I think that we had a lot of new RVers enter the market and they didn't know where to camp. <laughs> and they were They're trying like, oh, to figure a campground. out. Yeah. And also like search. Maybe more people were searching for like New York campground, you know, well, or I don't know. Let's, let's Carolina Pines or like they were searching to learn about well, the Well, there's a lot of interest in resort campgrounds and there's a few on here. So let's run through the list. Our 10 most downloaded episodes of the year. The most downloaded episode of the year. And oh, it you was started from one or two. You know, this is the top to the bottom. The most downloaded episode of the year was Castaway's RV Resort, a review of the campground with Bill from Disney Image Makers. I mean, it was, look, apparently this is a very high interest campground that taps into our listener base to some degree. Well, yeah. And no matter the cranks that hate the the resorts and the loud noises and the crowded spots and everything, the bottom line is that the resort camping industry has blown up and those places are printing money. I mean, they've even tapped me out. We have a friend who does a lot of resort camping and she'll tell us what one of the places that we've been to is like charging her for next more year. More than Disney World. And more I than Fort like, Wilderness. that's bonkers. I'm out. I tapped out. You're, I was like, I'm not paying you, that. It's so funny because we're we're just like <laughs> not on the same page about so many things. But for the first, I've always defended campground prices and like the right for the campground owner to make money. For the first time this year, prices are getting so high at some places, like I'm not paying that anymore. But then is it'll probably, honestly, it'll adjust. Like they're like trying to find the ceiling. I think. Oh, and they, they, yeah, it's a tall ceiling. Yeah, it's so, up there. So Castaways was a high interest. 
Then we did Anchor Down with Brown's Dope Adventures. That was the second most downloaded. And that everyone's fast. Well, the pictures of that place are stunning. Everyone wants to go there. Yeah, it, that gets a lot of good word of mouth. And then also the Smokies are obviously the number one visited national park in the country. This is a big, um, a popular newer, newer campground in the Smokies. So, you know, I and can no one see. can get reservations there. So I guess you could just listen to our podcast. Instead. Well, we canceled reservations there. We had a fireplace <laughs> site with view of water. Speaking of canceled reservations. <laughs> the third most downloaded episode of the year, Moose Hillock. Oh, there we go. New York. Three campgrounds we in a row. <laughs> now, by the way, this is so unscientific because recent episodes don't get a fair shake here. Yeah, exactly. So it of is, course. Because we get downloads over the course, course of the year. But these aren't from the beginning of the year either. All of these are like summer. They're a little spread out, spring and summer. Yeah. But an episode from the last month, it's not going it to have a fair have chance. It doesn't have a chance. Yeah, because they don't have enough time to build on it. So yeah. Moose Hillock, amazing. Everyone's interested in that one too. And then four, Carolina Pines. Again, Bill. From Disney new, Image Makers. Well, because Bill, Bill loves the resorts. He does. Just Bill and like his wife so love many their of resorts. The newer, they are newer RV owners. And they specifically got into – they were Disney people prior. This is, not a, he, this is not an unusual story. They were Disney people. And they decided, oh, let's get this RV. And they like the resort experience. And I think that the cranks – that don't like resorts still listen to the resort campground reviews just to, just to confirm <laughs> that people are fools yeah, and are spending too much money. That's being my theory. jammed up next to other campers. Yeah. <laughs> Number five, this was like a total Stephanie episode. And this this is more the type of episode that would that usually, typically be a top episode of the year. Yes. Five RV trends for 2020. And those that's, are the kind that always do well. Like yeah. And that was those. from like yeah. way back at the beginning of the year. So that had the benefit of having a full year of downloads as well. And, you know, just to be honest, uh, you know, Stephanie, you've got your finger on the pulse of these things. It was a good episode. Well, I did that after, um, I think that was based on like open house and the fall, right? We always like have the slate of fall things. The, like normally there would have been the RV, uh, RVIA show. So there's always that like fall release of all the new stuff from the manufacturers. And then we'll do an episode on that in January this year, of course. This was in the in the time before, in the, the land in the before, before time. We call it the before, <laughs> the before time when we could talk about RV trends and go to go, RV shows. Yeah. Okay. So we have um, number six, Estes Park Campground at Mary's Lake with Carrie Cox from Travels with Birdie. Five of the top six are campground reviews. And what killed, what really surprised me here, Carrie did a corresponding episode that was just her trips for Rocky, her tips for Rocky Mountain National Park. But the campground review got more downloads than the tips for Rocky Mountain National Park. People must be searching for like Estes Park Campground. Like the new people are just searching for campgrounds and where we show up. Like our website's been around, even though we do absolutely nothing to make sure that we show up in search. We do because- oh, we have good SEO. We, right, but in spite of ourselves. I always get the green light on SEO when we post our posts. And uh, so we show up, just we've been around for a long time. So our website has some authority out there, I guess. Now, number seven, this again, this is the type of episode that in a previous year, would have been number one or number two 2020 camping trends what's hot what's not and i think that just like because it had the what's hot what's not in the title that like it got a lot of downloads yeah i think people like that type of thing um that was a fun episode i really like that one right and that was definitely that was not rvs that was camping trends so outside of just rvers like what are people looking for in campgrounds and what what they're up to that way exactly number eight 
the newbie RV stock up list. No surprise that that would be a big episode this year with all the newbies. We, yeah. And not only that, but we did a few episodes that were very much like out of our buck. And it's nice to see that two of those episodes showed up on this list because the next one is the campground 411. And it's like all of the information that we have in the book about like private campgrounds, public campgrounds, state parks, national parks, like what to expect, how to book, what amenities to look for. And that's been some of the information that people have appreciate, at least they report appreciating when they're newbies from us a lot. So that's gold. And look, again, if you're if you're a new listener and you're still trying to figure out this whole world of Good Sam, KOA, Jellystone, State Park, County Park, that episode is just filled with awesome information. And I'll link to all of these in the show notes so you can find the individual episodes now number 10 was another carrie cox episode small bunkhouse roundup so she did a roundup of uh, bunkhouse travel trailers and that was a popular episode we definitely have a lot of families out there listening to the podcast rigs so we i would in a normal year we would have expected to see more of those rig shows well we we would have because we would have gone to tampa we would have gone to you know uh, we would have been doing RV shows and giving the seminars. Yes, right. And so we would have had more of those rig shows probably too. That's so, another thing is we would have – we've done more rig reports I think in the past when we've been um, doing more of the industry I shows. I can't wait to go to RV shows again and do those types of episodes. Um, so we're going to come back in a second. We're going to share Stephanie's five favorite episodes of the year and then Jeremy's five favorite episodes of the year. But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at RV SnapPad. Meet the world's only permanent jack pad. RV snap pads attach permanently to your RV leveling jack, so you don't have to carry around blocks of wood or plastic blocks to level your RV or motorhome. Simply snap them on one time and you're all set. I used to carry around four of the traditional old-fashioned jack pads in my front storage bin, and I'd have to pull into the campground and set them up or have the boys set them up and crawl around the RV, but I don't have to do that anymore. Now with RV snap pads, I have permanently mounted rock-solid jack pads wherever I roam. RV snap heads also help stabilize my rig because they create a larger and sturdier footprint beneath my leveling jacks. And once they're snapped on, I never have to worry about them again. It makes camping easier. They also have just launched a whole new line of snap pads just for travel trailer stabilizers. They keep adding more and more lines. There's a good chance that they have something that'll fit your RV. To find out more, visit rvsnappad.com. All right, Stephanie, your five favorite episodes of the year. Well, when I say my, when I say, you did make your list before I gave you my list, right? I, you didn't I did. No, okay. I, no, no, no. I, I swear, I made my list before you made yours. So when I say one of mine that's the same as one of yours, are you going to say it? No. Oh, oh, oh well, do you want to do it that yeah, way? Yeah, right, you might fine. as well. Come on. You want to like say it all over again? Okay, no, no, that's fine. We'll do it that way. All right. So the first one that I I picked was actually one that, again, was kind of from inspired by the book. Because some of the stuff in the book is like the stuff that we've talked about so much and that people have told us has helped them so much over the years and like reframe their travel plans or like thought about things differently or taken new adventures that they might not have taken. So I really liked our trip planning episode, which was on RV, RV rental, cabins, or lodges. Years ago, when we first started shaking things up and doing some like fly and cabin rental or drive and rent or what, there's a variety of different versions we've done of these trips. A lot of people were like, 
well, why did you do that, right? Like that was a recurring question. So we realized that we should probably lay that out. And we talked about kind of how we like decide, right? How we go location first. And then from the location, we look at our different options in the area and we decide what kind of trip we'd like to have and whether we want to do like a car. Because sometimes when we're in like, we're like near a national or going to be near a lot of national parks, we're like, we don't want to rent a class C and then be like, well, oh, for Yellowstone. That was the thinking there. Right. We, we want to have a car to easily get in now. Whereas for our Grand Canyon and Utah trip, we were like, you know what? This is the perfect time to rent a Class C. You, those those parks are really easily shut, shut, shuttleable. Shuttleable. <laughs> you almost just said a bad word. <laughs> I did. Shuttle it friendly. was close, right? So it was like, oh, we can easily do this. And this is such a great driving trip. And the kids can sit there in the Class C and be comfortable. So there really are all these reasons. And we that get we to try new RVs, which is cool. But I really think that at the end of the day, we try different types of trips because you, you Stephanie, have a bucket list of trips that you want to take, not just in your life, but with your kids. Oh, yeah. And I, I love that about you. Like, I love the fact that, like, you really want to take the boys to Yellowstone. You don't want to wait for you and I to go to Yellowstone when we can leisurely drive our way out there in our 60s or whatever. You want to take them when they're young. And and we just don't have time. We don't have the time to drive to all these places. And I'm glad that we got over that hump. Well, yeah, in our last, you know, in the last episode, you might remember like we were talking about Devil's Tower. Well, it's not that I don't think that I'll ever get back to Devil's Tower in my life. It's that, right, I have boys that are now in middle school. So there's a certain amount of summers you have left that you can force them, right, press them into family vacations, those bucket list family vacations. And I know that in those limited amount of years left, it's not going to include another trip to Mount Rushmore, right? Or to that, the the, the Black back, Hills. Back it's just the, not going right. to because there's too many other places to show them. And I love showing them new things. It's one of the most fun things about being a mom. And I yeah, and I agree. It's it's a great part about being a parent. and Way more I, fun than cleaning up puke. Oh, God. And I, <laughs> I really look forward to when we can do some of these places at a more leisurely pace and take an RV cross country. It's just not fitting into our lives right now. So I'm glad that we've uh, experimented. So what is your second favorite? And this is yours aren't in any particular order, I don't think. No, no, okay. I didn't top five them. All right. So my na- next one was I love the Zion National Park trip planner with Lauren Eber. And this is really bittersweet. We actually used her expertise to plan a lot of our Utah trip. So when she was on, it was really for me very directional. You know, I was soaking all of her stuff up and other people that have been on our podcast in the past and it helped inspire me and I was so excited. So yes, it's bittersweet because obviously we didn't take that trip, but it doesn't mean that I didn't like the episode. And we can go back and listen to that episode to plan again. So I hadn't picked either of those two, uh, but what is your third choice um, for your five favorite episodes of the year? Well, I don't know. It's like weird to say this is my favorite episode because like, God, who would want to do this episode? But I did, we did do 12 tips for RVing during a pandemic. And it was, I think, nice to be able to have the expertise to, it's not like we had like RVed through a pandemic, but we did, we know enough about RVing and road travel and camping that we were able to really help people, I think, send out messages about safe travel during this time. And and I'm proud of the writing we both did and the podcasting we both did during those really tough months of April, May, June. 
when people were starting to make the decision to get back on the road. That was a really, I personally was nervous at that time to say, hey, everybody, you know, it's safe to go out in your RV. But I really believed it. And well, my, I don't know that we were saying, we were trying to say, well, I see, and I wouldn't phrase it that way. Like, I don't know that I, I would say I was saying that it's safe or not safe. I think that there was a general idea out there that, look, we cannot be in lockdown in our homes for months and months and months. Like, nobody can do this. This is unhealthy. So everybody was dying to get out. Everybody was dying to breathe and to have a little light. So here's how to so do it. How safely. can we do that safely? Right? Like, what are the safe practices for that? And what are people doing to? Well, so, but I, you know. I, I did personally believe it, that. Look, the RV was a particularly well suited way to travel over those spring and, su and summer months during the pandemic. And I just think that the things that we wrote and the things that we said on the podcast. Um, were true and that well, we got it we got a lot of it right I think that actually there it's still true I think that um right now we're in very much the same situation as we were I would say back in May and June where um really there's no difference right we've now learned a lot and we can safely move about I still believe that we should move about near to home so that's still something that I think we gave as tips you know like really reframing your travels. The furthest and RV trip we took was five, was New York. Yeah, right. That's what we state. did. We stayed close to home. And I still think that that's what, you know, we should all be doing and trying to figure out how we can have adventures outside with our units, you know, home personal family units in nature near to home. Yeah. So I picked that one too. And like you said, it's a weird one to pick, but for me, it was more like, okay, I felt like we got that right. And I'm, I'm proud of that work that we did. So what's your next episode that you picked? And we shared I, this one. Too. I picked this one too. <laughs> so RVing in Iceland, I am a big outside of the box RVer, right? I I think did I say that already today? I don't know, but like I. It, it affected me like I over the years, there's so many people that act like if you love RVing, it's RV or bust. And I think there's some sort of truth to that. Like you adopt like this mentality of what comfortable travel is when you carry around like your own little house, right? But at the same time, I've never been like, oh my gosh, as soon as we got that pop-up camper, the only thing I've ever wanted to do is camp, you know, <laughs> like in a state park. Like It's just not like that with me. I was a traveler first. We got that pop-up camper because we had always loved to road trip. And with kids, that became really hard. So, and I still feel that way. So I, you know, it's not like, oh, if I can't take my RV there, I'm not going to go. And I love that about this RVing in Iceland episode. It really is like, oh, take some two things that you love, right? Maybe international travel and RVing and put them together in a really cool place. So when do you, I mean... That's not happening this summer for us. I mean, maybe it could be a summer 2022 trip. I really do think that's another one we want to do before the boys it graduate is, high school. It, it would have to be, I'm telling you, like, if you think that I can even get my brain there at this I point, know. things I, just I, have to be. So we have to have this in, in the rear view mirror before like I can wrap. Fully. No, yeah. fully in the rear view mirror before I can even wrap my head around. You know, right now we're back in this place where things are shutting down, right? Like international airports like we're recording this episode as just recently london right airport now imagine if you were traveling and you, your your flights through london like that's gonna be something that's gonna impact my decision making for a long time i 100 respect what you're saying it's also uh, for me seeing the light at the end of the tunnel 
where when we were in this place last March, there was like darkness at the end of the tunnel, right? So um, I think we'll, we're going to get there. So what is your last pick of your top five podcasts of the year? Seemsy, you had this. T- <laughs> I swear I didn't cheat. I, I like it better when we have different yeah. episodes because it's more to talk about. Yeah, subpar parks. That was fun. I mean, Amber Share and her whole series for the subpar parks is amazing. I mean, it it's so me brilliant. smile every single time I still see them. It hasn't gotten old. It was just a brilliant spark of creativity that she had. She, her execution on it was just perfect. It well, was Well, some people on. listening don't know what it is. Okay. So she takes one-star reviews of, like, real one-star reviews of national parks where people say some ridiculous thing um, about Yellowstone or Yosemite or... or like, nothing but trees. Nothing but trees. <laughs> you know? Yosemite, uh, <laughs> one star, a giant hole in the earth, you know, for the Grand Canyon, just like. And then she does like a cute illustration of the park with that quote, and it's consistently good. That's the thing is that she does park after park, and they're really good. And we got her on the show. We had a super fun conversation with her. Well, one of the most interesting things was that she had really like game the system like she knew what was going to happen because she had picked all of her reviews before she started releasing them because people started to leave like intentionally leave one yes. star reviews so once it became a thing people were like oh well i'm gonna be funny right ha ha i'm gonna be the funny guy and get on there and leave a one star review but she had already gone she through. gathered all of them up for the national parks and smart let me tell cookie. you smart cookie And that'll make a great book someday, and I will be the first one to buy it when it comes out. Okay, so we're going to do my five favorite episodes in a minute. And really, you heard three of my five. Um, But before we do so, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Thetford. Thetford's Aquabio is a new twist on holding tank treatments. It offers today's RVers a formaldehyde and bronopal-free formula. Isn't that what we all want with our holding tank treatment? Thetford's next generation of holding tank solutions is campground-friendly and complies with California regulations. The quick-acting holding tank treatment eliminates odors while digesting waste and toilet paper to prevent clogging, all without any harsh chemicals. It's proudly made in the USA. Thetford's new Aquabio is formulated and tested safe for all RV and marine toilets, holding tanks, and septic systems. Comes in liquid toss-in and dry options. I'm a toss-in guy, and I always will be. Visit Thetford.com for more information. Time for Jeremy's Top 5, and you stole three of them. Yeah, the other ones were contenders, so I can't oh, really argue. seriously? Yeah. My other two? Well, yeah, the the first two, the Fort Wilderness Fort versus Wilderness Lodge. Those are always, our Disney episodes are always super fun to do. Everybody I, loves them. I love our Disney episodes because it means that we went to Disney. <laughs> and this year we did that great we, episode with Lauren and, and Johan, and this is the first time we did a Disney episode. It was with somebody else. We but, canceled. That's another thing. Yeah, we had a canceled another thing we canceled. Um, but I really loved Wilderness Lodge. And I really love Fort Wilderness. They're both two of my favorite places on the planet. They're right next to each other at Disney World. And it was just really fun comparing and contrasting the difference at at staying at those two places. So I definitely enjoyed that episode. And the next one, I'm not surprised to stay on your list because it's just like a pet baby a pet baby a pet, pet project baby. A baby. Boss baby. <laughs> you, baby boss baby's been on our house they've the been last watching a lot of boss baby uh that was basically like a pet project of yours yeah and i cheated a little because this is four episodes because five episodes uh, but i'm counting it as one we did an underrated series on underrated states for rv travel and we did an episode on michigan an episode on new york an episode on indiana 
episode on Arkansas and an episode on Virginia. And I, I'm personally of the belief that there are great places to camp and RV in every state. And I think there are some states that are magnificent that most people will never plan a trip to. Michigan is a magnificent, uh, magnificent state to take a huge RV trip, but it's not on that many people's bucket lists and it should be. So I kind of, you know, really liked that series and we got a lot of good feedback on the RV Atlas group about that one. Okay. So of course you said, oh, we're doing five favorite episodes, but you have six in your list. Like you just have to. It's kind of how I budget. <laughs> it's kind of how I plan trips. It's kind of how I make dinner. <laughs> There's always an extra. Who said that there can only be five? On There's five. always an extra smash burger at our house. So then I, you know, I picked the pandemic one that Stephanie picked. I picked the RVing in Iceland one that Stephanie picked. Well, I'm glad I picked an extra one because you stole all mine. Uh, subpar parks with Amber Share. But then a more recent one, Casita Dean May did a load of research on the CCC, the Civilian Conservation Corps, and he just knocked it out of the water and did a great episode about their role in the American great outdoors and building campgrounds and national parks and state parks. And I learned so much during that episode. Really, really enjoyed that one. All right. So... Drop our notes, walk <laughs> off the stage, 2020. Mic drop by 2020. I, Look, I don't want to draw this out, but goodbye. Don't let the door hey, hit let's you in not, the way let's out. Let's not end on a negative. When we come back, you know, around February 1st, the new season of the podcast, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about a new book that we wrote that's going to be published on March 2nd. It's called Where Should We Camp Next? It's a 50-state guide to amazing campgrounds and other unique accommodations. And if our downloads are any indication, we're on track. Uh, yeah, we're, we're on target. We're on trend. <laughs> People want to know where to camp. The book has over 300 campground selections and things to do in the areas and I'm really just beyond excited about this book and I really can't wait for all of you to get your hands on it. So we come back in February, we're going to start giving you a sneak peek at that because it'll be out in a month after we start podcasting. So in the meantime, everybody Stay safe, stay sane. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground. A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas. And a big thank you to our sponsors, to Jayco, the Thetford Corporation, Go Power, Yogi Bears, Jellystone Park Camp Resorts, and RV Snappad. To find out more about the topics discussed in this show, visit thervatlas.com. And to join the friendliest group of RVers, join us over at the RV Atlas group on Facebook. See you at the campground. We'll see you at the campground. <laughs>